Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, we are back. Big Rob, we are back for another episode. How are we doing? Good. How yourself, Tom? Good, man. Uh, another gorgeous day. Another uh, gorgeous day, yep. I'm starting to love this weather, man. I, I'm leaning more towards, I've always kind of been like a end of the summer fall guy. I think I might just be a fall guy now. I There's no other, there's no better, I mean, that's big guy weather. Give me that all day. Give me uh, low 70s. Like in the morning this morning, it was perfect. It was perfect. awesome. Perfect. I mean, what I just said didn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it is kind of the end of summer. Um, yeah. But to your point is what I'm talking about. Like I came out this morning, cut the grass, threw on the sprinkler. Like I wasn't sweating, you know, wasn't sweating yeah. balls. And like, you don't have We're making soup, man. Yeah. Right. You don't have that, that super humid, you know, sticky feeling. Um, give me this weather all year round, no matter what. Um, how you doing? Good. Good. I uh, got out to play, uh, Heritage Bluffs last Thursday, so that was nice. Um, enjoyed it. C- course was in good condition. Played golden hour, so you could see a little bit of the beat-up greens. But, um, I mean, there's not much other to say about that. It's just I love the layout of that course. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, the clubhouse is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Um, haven't been there, obviously, since it opened. So it was It was just it – was, it was a fun round of golf. It was a little bit of wind – little bit of win but like i said i just love how that course plays so yeah i was excited for you to get back to your uh your one and only yeah no it was uh i mean i think at the end of the day you know any course you play at night you're gonna see what the greens beat up a little bit but as far as like you know the rest of the course condition wise you know fairways were great rough was perfect um found a lot of that but i mean it's just a fun fun routing course to play except for they ran out of hot dogs for you yeah sorry that's the garbage truck um yeah they we got done with the round vince is like you want to do hot dog review i said yeah let's do it at the new clubhouse it'd be great so we walk up there and uh yeah they were completely out of food i mean it just caught me completely off guard i was like holy crap vince wasn't too happy he was all excited to do it um the girl was, you know, very nice about it. There's nothing she can do. She's probably in high school or whatever, right. college. But uh, yeah, no food at all, especially for a new clubhouse like that. That I just, just way. I was just gonna say, what a tough scene for uh, Bose Creek. I what? mean, you can't heritage bus or uh, heritage <laughs> bus. You can't advertise a, a, a new clubhouse and like want people to come there and hang out and not have food past what six thirty. You were done? Yeah, I think we got done, you know, almost closer to seven. I mean, it was a quick round. Uh, we flew, to be honest with you. It was awesome. 
Um, we have some people got paired up with it. Some people in the beginning went ahead. Um, but yeah, it, it, the clubhouse in general was like, holy shit, that bar opened up and Super nice. like even the patio with the tables. I was like, man, this is, this is really nice. So to not have any food to sit there and have dinner, enjoy, enjoy it was, you know, a little disappointing. Yeah. That's unfortunate to hear, but I'm glad you got back out there. Uh, I was kind of worried sick that you weren't going to get that round in. I was, yeah, especially after missing or getting rained out at Cactini, like I was, uh, I, we wanted to get this round in. Uh, and like I said, we always talk about Heritage Bros. And it was, uh, the golden hour was perfect. Wasn't too hot. Wasn't, you know, it was just a nice sunset. Nice, nice way to end the golf. So how about yourself? I hear that. Uh, I got out to Harborside and played my open round uh, on starboard course. And I'll tell you what, Rob, it's probably, if not the most frustrating round I've had in like the last three years, it's up there. Um, nothing went right starting on the first hole. Put it to you this way. So did I play bad in general? Yeah. Like I just, I was over the top all day. I was just like slicing balls. Anyways, the course conditions at Harborside were abysmal. Really? Yeah. Like fairways were, fairways were okay. Um, Greens were a little chewed up. Rough was banana land. Like they literally should have put stakes out along the rough and just played lateral, lateral hazard because it was every bit of eight, 10 inches. If you were a foot off the rough, you spent, you know, way too much time. We spent way too much time looking for balls in majority, sure. my, majority of my balls. And then, you know, outside of the rough, then you have all the super thick fescue. That's like super sure. overgrown at this point. So if your ball goes in there, there's no point of even looking for your ball. So did you say how long the round took you? I mean, if I had to guess, it was probably a little over five and some change. Oh God. It was brutal, man. Um, but going back, I mean, the it wasn't the course. The course was in in rough shape, and I get it. Like we had all that rain the week prior, but yeah, um, nothing was really cut. I don't know. I just I think Harborside's kind of it, it's gone downhill. Um, it was just sad to see, but then again, my game stunk. So it, yeah. <laughs> Rob, I took a ten on. I think what is that like fourteen or thirteen? The par five, really. And yeah, I, I hit two tee balls into the shit. Oh, Jesus. Well, I hit my first one into the shit. And I hit a provisional. provisional that sure. one into the shit. I'm like, all right, well, the provisional looked better than the first one. So hoping I could find that. Couldn't find either one. Had to drive back to the tee. <sighs> tee, tee and then the next hole, that par three, I took an eight. I had 18 strokes within two holes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I was... At that point, I was just laughing. Um, luckily, I had some some uh, some high noons in the in the car, <laughs> and I just laugh it off. It, you know, at a point, there's no you know, there's just no point of kind of letting that you know hang on and, and carry you throughout the day. So sure, sure. And I was playing with uh, a couple guys from the CGT, the Panita brothers, who I've played with before. Jake, I played with before. Not Alex. Alex is a stick. Okay. Uh, they're both sticks, but, and then Kate Cummins couldn't have been a nicer guy. Uh, he's a good player as well. So, I mean, I can only imagine, Oh, well, I've played with Jake 
And I think the last time I played with Jake, I played pretty well at Ravislow. But, you know, I can only imagine what <clears throat> Kate and, and Alex were thinking. They, they could probably tell I was just having a, a, a rough day. I mean, sure. everything I was hitting was was pretty much like a lost ball. Every other ball. I yeah. lost so many balls. How many? How was the wind out there? It was brutal. It was three club win. Yeah. Oh. It was a three club win. Rough was sky high. Um, pace stunk. It was just a rough round, man. It, uh, I left there like exhausted <laughs> mentally and physically. Yeah. I feel like I got in a dog fight. Um, <laughs> but you know, that, that rounds in the, in the rear view, um, you know, we're looking forward to what event nine here. Um, so you guys are finishing up event nine. You got event 10 next or event 10 at Coghill. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the only thing I'm worried about. Um, and I like Harborside, too. I usually play pretty well there. Mm-hmm. The wind was just, that's another thing, too. That's going back to the whole Lynx thing. I just, that's probably mainly why I'm, I, I've am i never liked Lynx golf. I just can't stand that amount of wind. Like sure. I, I just don't think it's very fun. Um, but anyhow, you know, nonetheless, we had a good time. Um, I think... Alex played pretty well. Okay. I think everybody else was probably like high, maybe, I don't even know about high 70s, maybe low 80s. Okay. Um, yeah. I fired at 95. Probably. <laughs> CD, CDJ, I mean, that's CDJ a, asked me, if, if are you sure you want to post this? I was just going to ask you, did you get the old uh, the old uh, error message from, uh, from the app? Oh, yeah. And just as I was starting to trend back down after a couple – you know, rounds in the seventies. Then I just got back, you know, brought back to reality. Um, shit happens, you know, it is, sure. it is but, um, I mean, that's the game of golf. Yeah. It was just, it was so bad. Um, moving on though. Did you catch any of the FedEx? Same so, yeah. Um, I caught most of it on Sunday. Like the most I watch is on Sunday uh, afternoon. I didn't really, you know, spot jj spawn didn't really do anything for me on saturday so i kind of lost a little interest did some work around the house um headed on thursday friday as usual but yeah i really paid attention to it on sunday um just to see willie how he started off you know was it burning the first three holes was like holy shit oh you know type deal thing um but yeah it was <laughs> i mean what would you have done would you what would you have tried it if um how can I put this? What on uh, the final uh, playoff hole? What would you have done? Would you would it would you have done what Will did and go back to the drop area, or would you try it? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say just because mm-hmm. you don't really know the lie. But you figure if you go, if you get it out of there, right? Yeah, you're hoping you're at least somewhere on the green, sure. within, within ten feet, right? And then I would argue, you know, going back to the drop zone. You know, to put it with inside 10 feet, mm-hmm. is, I, I don't know if that's standard. I would say anywhere from like 12 to 15 is probably standard. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough call. It's a coin flip. But I think it ultimately depends on the lie. And it kind of looked like the, the edge of the grass was just hanging over like his ball. I don't think he could have got it up. So it was probably the, the smart move. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as a, as a hack amateur, I would have tried it. 
you right. Yeah. No. Oh, it was just funny because the text messages in the group started going like, oh, you know, you could have done a four from there. And I'm like, I, to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure it would have hit that, you know, grass barrier and bounce back. I mean, yeah. maybe try the putter type deal thing where it's the toe it. But yeah. I mean, the whole playoff in general was very entertaining. It's like, crazy. Shaka, what, like, how did, how did both his tee shots make it over that water? I thought for sure they were both going in the first two holes. It was nuts. Yeah. I actually, I only caught like the last, so I caught 18 and on. I got to work, saw Twitter, threw it on. So I caught like all of the absolute best parts. Um, mm. that, that's all I saw, but it was bananas. Um, I mean, Willie just coming down the stretch with his putter alone is crazy. I mean, it, it looked I mean, better. I mean, it didn't look like he was doing that figure eight thing on the way right. back. So but I'm just saying he had what two or three must makes. Mm-hmm. 18. Um, yeah. Just super clutch. And then obviously in the playoff, uh, you know, he finally got it done. Super cool to see him, you know, win his, his first tournament. And then, you know, kind of all the, the feelings that come along with that. Um, it was only a matter of time. And I think he's probably going to win a, a lot more. So well, yeah, I mean, his new caddy definitely earned his uh, earned his pay with backing him off on some of those uh, shots that he was wanting to do. So that was that was cool to see. But it's like yeah. if you're his old caddy, it's like, oh shit, you know, he wins the next one. It's got to be a terrible feeling. And to your point too, like, can you imagine first week on the job? You, I think it's somebody tweeted out, you walk out 270k. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, what a start. Um, yeah. I mean, other than that, other PGA Tour news. Pretty good on Bubba for resigning. Uh, yeah, it was nice of him. Yeah, allowing those guys to get into the KFT finals. Um, good. Move. Well, I like that. Like you know, Monday Q and all those guys. I mean, they didn't go after him, but you know, they were. You know, they didn't. Sure. They didn't stop bringing it up on Twitter, and you That's- know, him being a you know a social media guy, it's like it shows you the power of social media. I was just gonna say that's the power. I mean, whether you're an individual or a businessman, somebody comes after you on social media it's hard to, to get away from it. Um, yeah. yeah, to your point, Monday Q, I think I saw the par train, a uh, bunch of guys texting or uh, tweeting at Bubba. And then once he released his statement to Monday Q, then everybody kind of went after the PGA tour. Um, that was cool. And then mm-hmm. I listened to uh, Monday Q's podcast, the grind. They had Chris Nagel on there. And then he even mentioned that like, you know, a bunch of guys, agents, you know, kind of went after the PGA tour and was like, Hey, you know, bubble resign. It's now your move. So sure, he, sure. he was definitely on, um, but good on them to, to get those guys, you know, a potential life-changing, you know, PGA tour card. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the Cam Smith rolling? You know, I didn't even like him. I didn't even know that was, you couldn't put it on the line to be honest with you. Um, I kind of, I kind of, it definitely does suck. That it was almost, I mean, I don't know if it was 24 hours, but you know, they waited to the next day. That's, <laughs> I can't imagine sitting on the driving range and getting that news. That probably pissed me off pretty much, but, um, especially with, you know, everybody's conspiracy of the live tour bullshit, you know, type deal thing. So that was interesting to follow on Twitter, but I mean, that's the rule. That's the rule. I mean, he, he took it, he took it pretty well. I mean, he was, a man about it, I thought, and just went and tried to do his business. Um, especially like, I'm sure you didn't catch it, but he tried it when he tried that flop shot on that par five, three, the third hole when he was behind the trees. I don't see that. 
Oh yeah. Like <laughs> the, he was literally the trees, he, he overhit and he shot the green and he ended up being maybe just up on the side behind the trees in the back. And like everybody else would probably would have punched out under the trees. Right. To give yourself a better shot. And he's like, you know, he's pretty much like, fuck it. And he flopped it over the trees and he got it on the green. It was, it was an awesome shot. It was awesome. great. But, you know, he didn't, but he shot even. So it kind of sucks, you know, yeah. whether he goes to live or not, I like him a lot. And that was just kind of that, that, that's kind of hurt, you know? Yeah. I, so not so much the ruling, I guess I should have been uh, a little bit more clear. The, the whole, the time that it took for the ruling to come out, I think is bullshit. Yeah, and it should be by the time he signs his card. If <laughs> no official or our onlookers have called it in or whatever, which is another bullshit rule, um, if nobody has said anything, by the time he signs his card, it should be done. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to come back the next day and be like, "Oh, you know, we well this happened yesterday, so now you right. like that." To me, is is kind of bullshit. Um, the rule itself, I have no problem with. It's just yeah. kind of the the timing. Wait. Yeah, yeah, how that rules, you know, um, announced. But I mean, it goes back to Lexi. What was it a couple of years yeah. ago with the major? Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks because no other sport does that, right? You don't have a whole no. 24 hours to get back to the, the player and say, right. And I think Shotgun Start talked about that. Like, you don't see like a baseball call coming no. back the next day or, or whatever. So it's, yeah, that did suck, but we'll see. I well, mean, I it'll be to your point, I don't understand why they don't adapt the the replay rule, like have a couple more officials out there with, you know, um, speakers in their ear, you know, take five minutes, review it. And I get, you know, that that's going to stir up the whole pace of play gallery, but mm -hmm. at least the ruling is done with and it's, it's over with, like you can move on, mm -hmm. you know, like lose sleep about it at night, wondering if some guy's going to call in, you know, about a rule. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, maybe they could do something like that. That would be pretty cool. Um, it was a good weekend for golf, though, with the KFT as well. I mean, I thought the top 25, I mean, not many people moved, but some of those videos coming out of the guys that actually made it and stuff, uh, that was cool to see. So all around, I thought it was a great golf weekend for the, for the most part. So, obviously, all on Sunday with the results. It was a good golf weekend. Um, did you hear about the meeting today that Tiger's attending? Yeah, <laughs> the memes are by far the most entertaining thing on Twitter right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are creative as shit with so this, creative. with this whole situ situation. It, 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 I have honestly laughed out loud so much this morning with some of these memes. I've even said, I think I sent you one, the one I sent you, I was like crying laughing about yeah. it. It was when with Ari gold, it was great. Yeah. The Billy Ho one that I tweeted out yesterday was, I literally, laughed out loud at work i was dying just because i hate billy ho so much and like you know um what's his name from the office kind of just you know it's just like a perfect fit and then sure. the way that that gif went like yeah i was dying um i wonder you know i wonder what's going to come of it um you know i've heard a lot of talk about you know going the the Davis love route and, and players boycotting majors. And, There's no way there yeah. is no way in hell that they're going to boycott the masters or anything like that. Right. So a lot of, a lot of talk. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll find out here shortly via Twitter this evening. Um, 
somebody will have an insider about what the meeting was about. I'm sure. sure. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. Well, I mean, like with Ricky talking what his comments yesterday or two days ago, it sounds like, you know, he's more committed to the tour than going to live. So there must be obviously some changes coming, especially with this meeting. I was laughing though with, um, did you see when Liv's official handle uh, tweeted out the picture of uh, the course, you know, Rich Harvest Farms with the Live yeah. logo in the in the water? You see all the comments saying it's not Chicago, it's not Chicago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was tying with that too. I saw somebody put or somebody uh, quoted that tweet and in, in like in quotations put just outside of Chicago. It's literally <laughs> forty five minutes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm super interested to see what happens with that. I wonder how, you know, involved Tiger is going to get. I wonder, you know, it, it seems like the players kind of want Jay out. Right. Yeah. But they don't, they don't have the majority vote. I know mm-hmm. that. Um, I think it's like a 60, 40 ownership in the, in the board members, players only have 40% say or whatever it is. So even if they did want them out, technically they couldn't, but. Um, you know, it would be crazy to see, you know, I mean, I don't know if it would ever happen, but like, if, if, I mean, can you imagine if Tiger Woods stepped in, it would be unbelievable. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't see it. No, it's not going to happen, but I'm just saying maybe from Mm -hmm. a player perspective, a former player, um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. It'd be much more of a, you know, a player's tour. So moving on there, Rob, who do you like this week in the BMW? I mean, I was disappointed with Rory's play. Obviously, Spieth missed the cut, I believe. So that was kind of a kick in the... You believe or he did? He did, right? Oh, he missed the cut. Yeah, that was a kick in the dick. Um, I don't know, man. JT ending with a chip chip in on 18 on Sunday. I feel like, you know, he's got a shot. Um, I do... Glover played great on Sunday. That was awesome. Scott, dude, I love, I thought the new graphic was awesome where they showed the scorecard, right? And that after each hole, they showed like their position. Did you catch that? No. Okay. So like, it was cool. Like to see where Scott was starting on Sunday. Cause he, and he fired an unbelievable, you know, front nine. Right. And it kept on showing like he dropped, he dropped, he got up to like 20 or was it 24th or something like that. But it's really cool to see that graphic on some of these guys and how Scott played on Sunday was great. So I don't know. I was Rom's putting was just I mean, he even admitted it. It wasn't good. So I don't I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see because what, you know, the 70 guys in there. Um Cam Smith's not playing. So and Scotty Scheffler was he wasn't anything special this weekend too. So I, I really couldn't tell you who I would go out, you know, with as an overall pick. Well, I like Glover's odds, and he's actually T's long shot. So we'll jump. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Glover's 200 to 1. Love Oh, wow. Yeah, huge. Uh, Bradley, 90 to 1. Scott, 60 to 1. There you go. Uh, Xander, 18 to 1. And T's favorite. Again, John Rom, 14 to 1. And you can book it with T. Is Rom going to wake up? Is that putter going to get hot? I don't know, man. I bet Glover, 200 to 1 is awesome. Oh. Gotta love a guy that doesn't play with a glove. I just yeah. I think I mean those odds, no pun intended, Glover. No glove. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, those odds, give me those odds on anybody and I'll take them. Yeah. I mean, the long shot there is great. Um, I kind of like the Xander 
uh, call. And I do like your Scott call. So those are probably two of the guys in Glover, of course, uh, who I'll take. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I plan on catching a lot of the, the – did you see the course they're playing at this week? It's right um, on. I caught a little bit on the stuff on Twitter today, but not really. It looks beautiful. Um, it's in Delaware, I believe. Okay. Yeah. It. I mean, going not to, to harp on the whole, you know, Lynx versus – um Parkland, but this course just I mean this this course fits my eye. I saw a picture on I think PJ Tour tweeted it and I'm like, there you go. That's that's what I'm talking about right there. That's that's a course I want to play. Um so I'm I'm super interested to see that. I'm seeing how this is all gonna shake out. Um we're gonna jump right into the top three. I know before you get into the top three, did uh whoever you know reached out about the the tomahawk not being my number one steak. Did they realize that I did talk about the tomahawk steak last week though? And it was my first time having one. Oh, that was your first time having one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah. he did not he did not say that. He just Okay. All right. I All won't right. I'll inform him. I, I know um Jeff is an avid listener. So <laughs> sure he'll hear this. Okay. Um, I think he was more concerned about the tomahawk just not being in your top three. Okay. Yeah. No, no. That was, that was the first time having one. Yeah. Oh, I mean, has it moved into your top three already? Yeah. 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 But yeah, I I mean, it it just caught me off guard. I mean, everybody has their different tastes, man. I mean, they come after me like that was kind of, uh, Hey, that was worse than the calm comment in the beginning of this. You, I mean, at the end of the, at the end of this year, I think what we should do is, is we're going to edit all the pods. And we're gonna put together um, a video, top three. Uh, yeah, a video <laughs> of Rob's top threes, all of his <laughs> top threes. And some people may say it's it's the voice of the voiceless. Um, oh, okay. But you know, you never know. Like you said, some people have different takes. Oh, so wow. there might there might be people that are with you. You never know. I mean, Speaking you don't of, know. Vince got in on the comments. He wasn't too happy about the Rudy comment. I, t- I told you, he's uh, he lives and breathes Notre Dame. That's unfortunate as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw the so Mix that in with no hot dog review that he didn't get to have a hot dog. He wasn't he was a happy camper. Yeah, he was all fired up. Yeah, uh, it's too bad. You know, um, hopefully, you know, Notre Dame has a, a 500 season this year. <laughs> um, they could bounce back from last year. <clears throat> um, top three, Rob. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, let me hear him. All right. Summer's winding down here, Rob. Sure. And I've been eating a, a ton of this lately, and that is ice cream. I want to know your top three ice creams, whether that's in a cone, in a concrete mixer, in a blizzard, in a bowl. doesn't matter. I just want to know. It's kind of hard, man. I, I haven't I, – I don't eat sweets. Gave it, gave it up for Lent when I was 15 at D and haven't had it since. Um, 15 years, you were 15 years old. Yeah. Give it up for 40. <laughs> oh, wow. 38. 38. Relax, man. Don't be throwing out that four zero. Yeah. You're closer to 40 than you are 35. Sure. Okay. So you're telling me, hold on. You're telling me you haven't eaten ice cream in 25 years. Nope. I haven't literally 23 years, but who's, who's doing the math brother, Bryce. That's like, even at yeah. parties when there's cake and ice cream? No, no, nothing. 
Candy bars, nothing. Wow. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. See, I'm not a big, I get into spurts with candy. Like I'm not sure. a candy guy. Um, and if I do, it's more of like sour shit, but yeah. ice cream. Oh yeah. You're, I'll, you're I'll all ice cream. Yeah. 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 How about, um, how about this? I'll give you an alternative. No, 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 no. I mean, I could tell you right now, like used to eat a thing of air Oreos coming home after school, like a whole thing to myself. So it was, it was a little tense, but my favorite ice cream when I had it was well, number three hole would have to be, uh, just good old, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Give me that. Give me that. Um, the two hole would have to be, I was a huge Reese Pieces fan. So give me that Reese Pieces blizzard from DQ. Oh yeah. Um, and my number one is, uh, to, shout out to my Nana. She makes homemade ice cream cake and she does half of it. She makes the, uh, she makes the, uh, crust with crushed up Oreo. Oh yeah. Half of it is vanilla and half of it is mint chocolate chip. Okay. And then you got a layer of, you know, melted fudge, some frozen whipped cream, all topped up with sprinkles. So that'd be my number one. Go -to. I was going to say there's some cool whip in there too. My yeah. mother-in-law also makes that. And it's, oh, yeah. it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that, to be honest. Um, but that is a staple for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody, anytime me or cousins or my sister had a birthday, that was our request was the homemade ice cream cake. Yeah. My three hole. I will go chocolate peanut butter on a, waffle, on a waffle cone. Okay. All Big right. Waffle cone guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you'll see, I'm very specific here. Big cone guy in general. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say honorable mention would be a DQ uh, dip cone with uh, in the strawberry. Ooh. Okay. Number two is going to be a concrete blizzard or a concrete mixer, uh, vanilla Reese's peanut butter cup, right? Is it Culver's? Culver's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number one, old school. My, my tasty free guy, you mentioned it. My tasty freeze guys will remember it. I'm going vanilla cone or mm -hmm. vanilla ice cream on a sugar cone dipped in chocolate as the number one straightforward. Doesn't get better than that. Kind of tastes like a dove bar. Yeah. 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 My, uh, I actually, one of my best friends, uh, Gargano, his dad, they owned the Tasty Freeze on Pulaski growing up. On what in Pulaski? Uh, that'd be what, just, uh, north of 63rd. So between uh, 63rd. Yeah. I, I, not, you know, it's more, uh, not past your 95th. I get that. No, 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 no. I, I was, I was hoping, or I was, yeah, I was hoping you were going to say the one on like 84th and Pulaski because that's the yeah. one I grew up. That's the one I grew up on. Gotcha. It's no yeah. longer there. Um, honorable mention, same tasty freeze, vanilla cone, sprinkles. Just sprinkles. Sprinkles. Just simple. Simple. Oh, wow. Okay. Simple guy, Rob. Are you, are you, uh, are you a Cold Stone guy? No. Don't like, no. Don't like people playing with my food. <laughs> that's all for show. <laughs> it's what like are you talking about? It's like hibachi and like a cold stone. Cold stone's all for show. Like that's it's Ooh. for families to go in there and you know they roll around your ice cream. Just give me the scoop of ice cream, put it on the cone. See you later. I mean, you get full like candy bars in there though. Yeah, but that's nonsense. I mean, you're just wasting you're wasting time slash money 
you know, look at Baskin Robbins. All that shit's chopped up already. Throw, sure. throw it in the bowl, stick it in the, the shake mixer. Boom. Sure. Get them out of here. Okay. All right. Turn and burn, baby. How do you feel about chocolate cake shake from Portillo's? Love it. Okay. Right. Love it. Yeah. Never. My wife was addicted to Cold Stone. And then I kind of slowly graduated her and switched her over to Culver's because I hated Cold Stone. Okay. I was just in there too long. I'm like, this is getting out of control. <laughs> you want your ice cream now? <laughs> I want, yeah. You know, I, I don't have patience for that. So, um, Another great top three, man. Nonetheless, a great top three. I think, I think you you'll probably be in the the majority of of listeners with that three route. So hopefully we hear nothing but good remarks. Um, but until next time, big guy, we'll uh, we'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.